And welcome to episode 58 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hello. I like that pause there. I like what you're doing. How are you, lovely gentlemen, today? Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. I have uh, an adequate supply of food and plenty of blood. For now. For now. Mm. Uh, how are you, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I mean, by that comparison, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I also have slightly more water intake as I'm sweating out at the moment, so that's, oh, yeah, that's so good. We're recording nice and early in the day again because your temperatures are set to reach stupid levels later, aren't they? Yeah, 37 today. That's Apparently. not a thing humans should be in. <laughs> and the windows have closed and I'm already sweating and it's it's not <laughs> that hot yet. No. But it's anyway, I pre- feel like this is like now the hot cast or something where we just moan about it being warm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we'll stop moaning about it being hot when it stops when it's being stopped. fucking hot. I mean, when people stop, fair. you know, burning through all the fucking ice caps, so it like massively accelerates all of the fucking bullshit, yeah. and then yep. people start catching fire. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm fine. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you're fine. Do you have adequate blood and food? For now. For now. For now. Not for much longer. For now, for now is all we need. Honestly, in a week, who fucking knows? Who knows? Who knows? The Toblerone's going to come in. There's going to be countrywide riots. People are going to die. Toblerone's are actually going back to normal again. I know. That's why there's going to be riots. Yeah. Um, They're probably going to go up in price a lot, though. Yeah. Uh, So that's the thing. Yeah. Anyway... Um, So, yeah. um, As, as, uh, you know, people who are paying uh, paying close attention to the channel may know, uh, by the time you'll be hearing this... Our sixth anniversary video will have gone up. Ah, uh, yes, Yay! yes, yes, yes. Which um, was not a Q&A as it normally is, because <laughs> we do effectively a Q&A on the end of every podcast now, so it seemed a bit yeah, redundant. It, yeah. Um, and when we put it on a Twitter poll, it was nearly dead down the middle, like 50-50, whether we should do the Q&A or something new. So it was like, um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we'd rather do something new, because <laughs> about half of people are interested in something new. Yeah. So, For the record, I voted for Q&A. Well, you would. You get to do something in it. <laughs> oh, we should have had drama do some voices in the um, in in the anniversary video. Damn, <laughs> and Dicko as well. Yeah. Never, never. I, I, I realised I never actually sent a message to Dicko. I meant to to say, by the way, we don't need you this year. <laughs> by the way, you're not wanted. Yeah. No, not, not, don't just say like we we didn't mean to snub you. We weren't doing that. Like we just didn't do it, and I forgot to mention it. I'm a bad person. This is how David Hayter felt. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yeah, um, so instead we did a bat rep. Um, yeah, that nobody asked for. That nobody asked for. Well, actually, lots of people have asked for bat reps. <laughs> I say a lot of people have been asking for a long time. Nobody but, asked But they, for. they didn't ask for what we did, which was doing a weird little drinking game while we were doing it, which had um, a couple of flaws in it. Yes. Yeah. So... We did the thing where every time someone took a wound, or more accurate, whenever Snipe took a wound, or I took two wounds, because... I was going to say, orcs. did you compensate yeah. for orcs? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, roughly... I think that went out the window pretty quickly, though. 
Oh shit! Yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> we forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, that it ended up pretty balanced. It didn't matter because I got four wounds in the whole match. Yeah, I managed to take down one orc, one yeah. boy, and that was it. What? Yeah. Why did you? That what? was it. Yeah, a shooter took out Luca, my venerable dreadnought. No, no, dreadnought. sluggers oh, took fuck, out Luca. Slugger took out Luca, my venerable dreadnought. Uh, my my orcs with their <laughs> shitty pistols took down your dreadnought. So I made myself a really strong vodka and lemonade, and first turn Luca takes six of his eight wounds. No, poor Luca. So I was yeah. like, "Fuck." The other rule was, um, you took a drink, just just a, not like a shot. We weren't crazy. No, because that would have made us that would have killed us. Um, yeah. But just take a drink every time you roll a one, because it's a small game. So you know, it's not like it's not like if say I was playing like full size like thirty man orc squads and you are rolling like sixty dice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm guessing from from what I've heard so far, lots of ones happened. I rolled more ones than I have ever rolled in any game ever. <laughs> I remember one particular um, roll where you rolled for, I think it was to hit, and you rolled three ones at the same time. And that, that was... was. I think that was Lucas Stormbolter, so I oh, get yeah. four shots, and I rolled three ones. Yeah. And this was pretty standard throughout the whole, whole yeah. match. Yeah, uh, like Lucas Multimelter, literally every time I used it, rolled a one. <laughs> to hit, yeah, every single fucking time. Because the multi-melter, because it's on a venerable dread. Well, you know, just because it's a venerable dread, it's a ballistic skill. Um, it hits on a two plus. Yeah, it, 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 never it fucking hit. does, and it never hit. <laughs> oh, it was a, it was a, a rough, a rough time for snipe. Anyway, for me, it was great. I, I literally lost one. Or Apart quite. from the time oh. when you rolled, like you rolled a bunch of ones and took a couple of wounds. Uh, in one turn, so you had to basically down nearly a full beer. It wasn't a full one. Nearly a full one. It was one. like a third of one, which admittedly, I never I never um, had the whole peer pressure thing to chug anything, so I never know how to do that. Oh, you never learn. Oh yeah, no, I have no idea how you do that. You like open your throat and it just goes in. Dude, I think that's just consuming liquid or, or like solid matter in general. So, yeah, I mean, you if you can in... eat, you yeah. figured half of it out. <laughs> But regardless, it was fun, because we've not played much 8th edition. No. Um, so we had a few little practice games, so we, you know, figure out the rules. I was, I was going to ask if it was 8th. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly... I'm liking it. I really, really like 8th. I think it's streamlined very well. Um, yeah, I know some people do the whole, you know, oh, it's been dumbed down thing, like they do with, you know, d and well. Because dumbing down is completely and directly equal to streamlining. Oh yeah, they're not... Two different They're things. They're not completely um, two different things at all. But no, I mean, it's one of those things where, there, yes, there are some things that have been simplified, and I do understand that that can be, you know, sometimes you want a bit more nuance, but I then personally... play an older edition. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Nothing stops you from playing an older edition yeah. if you want. That's, that's what we did for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I actually now I've got, I feel like I actually have a, a firm grasp on how it works now. Yeah, um, I know we're like a year late, but, um, and just in time for Kill Team to come out, which yeah. is a new variant of the rules. Um, which well, we I think comes out Friday. It was bigger than a standard Kill Team match, didn't we? Yeah, I think our stuff yeah. would be bigger. So I think a, a standard Kill Team thing would be about five Marines or something. Yeah. Um, and you were, yeah, had five Marines, a Lieutenant, yeah. and a Dreadnought. Yeah. So it was a bit bigger. Mm, had and, being the key word. <laughs> we, played, we played 40k Iron Man. He's killed every single model with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. But yeah. My heart hurts, yeah. even though I know that's I a know, joke. like, the idea of that, that's like... 
it's like nails on a chalkboard it makes mm. your teeth itch it's horrible I wonder um, I wonder how happy we will have made people because of course this is the video has not been edited yet so god knows how well it comes out you watch like everyone um, just be like this is the worst thing ever I hope you guys die that's <laughs> quite probable but um, I mean yeah when, like, when are you aiming for it to come out uh, on Saturday okay so uh, before this comes out yes, yes. okay good uh, there is an hour and a half of raw footage um, to make it something. Well, of me and and Wib getting slightly tipsy and me getting progressively drunker <laughs> because my luck was so fucking poor. Yeah. Um, the, <sighs> yeah. I think the only the only thing we actually forgot rules wise was we kept forgetting morale checks. No, we didn't. I kept forgetting morale checks. <laughs> no, no, you did roll for all the morale checks. Did I? It's just the thing. I remember you... sitting there going, "Shit." Well, you only had to, morale. You only had one squad, so yeah, yeah. you might have missed one. I think I missed one. That's fine. It's fine. No, I mean it was a lot of fun, and I think we should maybe do at least one more bat rep because <laughs> you know I people seem to like this Idea. game called Forty K. I've heard. I've heard. heard. I mean, I'm not sure. I think it's a lot of fake news. Really. <laughs> but no, now we've played a handful of like smaller games. I would be interested to play a uh, you know. Some more regular sized games. Honestly, my I, I do prefer smaller fights because they're just a lot less hassle. Oh yeah, well I mean I've always, I've always said that um, I I think that 40k was at it, it like largest fights that I enjoyed were like 1,500 points. Mm. Um, and much larger than that, then they start falling apart. I find. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I just think there's just too much on the table. What um, we should do though is we should versus like yeah, our imperial knights should have a fight. <laughs> yes, maybe maybe we should you know finish painting at least one. Of them. <laughs> okay, okay. Now you're bringing out personal attacks here. And by finish painting, I mean be do very more, careful. Do more than the one shoulder pad I have finished and the base coating of two parts. That okay, you have but finished. mine is still being crafted. Yours is fully assembled. Shit. You're right. You just need to do the base. That's the only thing that's left. The base is so big, it's like half of a frisbee, and I don't know what to put on it. Maybe another half of a frisbee. Just put a frisbee on it. Put a quarter of a frisbee on it. I know. Put uh, on your Imperial Knight base, put an Imperial Knight. (gasps) Can I borrow your Imperial Knight for reasons? No, you cannot. Fuck. Can Can you buy me one? We'll get some of the smaller, like, like, smaller scale ones from Titanicus when that comes out, and you can just have it on the base as, like, a kind of mini-me thing. (laughs) It's all fine. Anyway, it was a fun game. A very fun and, game. Um, yes, I can't wait to experience more of this new and hip game, Warhammer 40,000. I, I wonder if you have heard of it. It's very good. Um, but uh, the it's Warhammer... most innovative shooter I've played in years. Oh, yes. Uh, the Warhammer <laughs> game aside, um, I guess we should get on to what we normally do of just talk a lot of bollocks. I mean, we, we, pro- we usually mean, do. I mean, we are way, way ahead on that anyway. Yeah, um, usually. Uh... <laughs> So, so, Wibble, Wiblet, Wibbo. Oh, fuck. That was, that was the nickname police that finally found me. <laughs> what have you been up to this week and the previous week? <laughs> um, not a great deal, I'm afraid. Uh, I Is have... it because everything's been averaging out about 30 degree days with no aircon in a brick oven flat? Uh, that's definitely partially to blame. No, I've just kind of found myself not really doing much like I mean I guess I have been I've been working on stuff but I've not been doing anything of particularly constructive um, however I have um, sort of broken the back of um, watching Star Trek Enterprise finally for some reason okay. no, I'm not, not really sure why but yeah um, 
Because, like, I, I spent, like, six months, like, chipping through, like, the first ten episodes or something. Um, and then I've just, I'm now, like, halfway through season two in, like, a couple of days. So, I just, so like, you're full Stockholmed at this point? <laughs> well, I guess because I, I'm now, I've watched, like, a huge chunk of them. I have found a couple of redeeming qualities to it. Yeah, I think that's as, that's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... So I mean, it's not to say there aren't good episodes. There are some good episodes that are kind of fun. Like, there's even one that should technically be, like, a shit episode that I actually kind of enjoyed, which was one where um, T'Pol tells the story of, like, her grandmother who came to Earth in, like, the 50s and had to, like, sort of um, assimilate into human culture for a while whilst they were being picked up, like, by... Um, by like passing uh, passing Vulcans because they they basically come to investigate Sputnik, and I'm pretty sure they get some details about like how long Sputnik was actually in space for. But it's Star Trek Enterprise. If they get anything right, that's a plus. <laughs> um, but that was actually an alright little episode, and there have been like a few good ones. Um, but I also I, I saw the worst episode of the show, which what's widely called referred to as it, which is the um, an episode called The Night in Sick Bay, um, which is awful and bad and is largely based around uh, lampshading the fact that um, Archer bringing his dog on board is a really bad idea for like 15 different reasons yeah Um, because it's a fucking like experimental like the first warp 5 ship and they're going exploring places so of course you bring your fucking dog with you that you can bring down onto planets and it can piss on sacred trees yeah, and it can get chest bursted. And also, you're keeping a dog in a small, like, confined space where it cool. can't go outside for large periods of time. Like, that's. I'm guessing they didn't even have holodeck technology at this point. Oh, no. no. So, yeah, you can't even pretend that the dog is outside. No, the no, time. no. It's like, hey, dog, let's just lock you inside. It's like, a, the Data's cat makes sense because cats don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the Enterprise D is significantly larger than the NX01. I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, it's actually bigger than the Enterprise E in terms of internal volume. Again, like, I was just quite about to say that, actually. Yeah. It's something stupid, like nearly twice as big in that <laughs> regard. But the Enterprise E is a lot, 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 lot longer. So you said internal volume, I just want to make a your mum joke. <laughs> <laughs> what to your mum is like the Enterprise D? Huge internal volume. <laughs> that is such a specific fucking joke. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, so I got through like the worst episode, and I also got through one which I actually kind of think might be even worse. Which I think it's called, it's called something like Two Days, Two Nights, where they just go to the fuck planet, um, which is Riser. <laughs> oh, okay. Riser the fuck planet. Um, and they just. I really feel that that's there just so fan fiction writers and <laughs> smart writers can just sit there and just have like. So, how could I get away? I mean, the, I appreciate the holodeck, but, like, how could I get away with, like, Riker fucks through Riser? <laughs> Although, to be fair, dibs on that title. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the name of uh, your manuscript, your um, submitting. <laughs> Riker fucks through Riser. And they're like, that's a working title. And they're like, we don't make the next generation anymore, and you're and like, like, no, I you don't will. Care. You will. When you, read, make... when you read my manuscript, Riker <laughs> fucks through Riser. You'll be forced to make it. Yeah, you'll have to. Um... But but yeah, the, the that episode is, I th- is I think the worst one I've seen because nothing of consequence happens in it. It's basically it's a story about Riser. Is anything ever? Yeah, sometimes things happen. 
Okay. Like Riser story, Riser um, stories aren't inherently always awful. They're not like DS Nine Mirror Universe episodes. Um, but there's just something about it where just it's just Archer pissing around in his fucking apartment. Hoshi gets laid, and a fucking Tucker and Malcolm get fucking catfished. It's really fucking boring. Like, what, what I'm saying... That about, sounds like a fucking Neighbours episode. Like, I ain't yeah, like, like, what I'm saying there at least makes it sound like something happens that's interesting in it somewhere. Nothing interesting happens in it. It's fucking awful. But, um... I'm gonna, good... I have to ask you to try and be a bit more, like, uh, direct, because you are being... You're obfuscating your point there. I think you're trying to save a bunch of people's feelings. <laughs> what? Oh, what, what? It you was know. fucking terrible and I hated every minute of it. <laughs> um... But there are a couple of points about the show that I do kind of like, and I'll just I'll mention them now for fairness. Okay. Uh, one is that I do kind of like that as it's going through, and this is something which I don't notice until you watch them like in one huge chunk, as opposed to like say if you watch them every week, which the first time I watched like a lot of them was back in the day when it first came out, and I originally gave up on it. Um, but there's a lot of like references to things that would later become standard in Star Trek but like referencing the origins of it so there's like an episode where they um, the armory officer Malcolm is like talking about uh, when we get like attacked our response is pure hot dog shit um and he stops just short of using those exact words because <laughs> Malcolm is a bit of an, an acerbic gentleman and so he's like, we need to have like a system where when something we think there's a problem, we can just activate and it'll, you know, automatically polarize the whole plating, engage the weapons and get everyone to know they need to get to their stations like immediately. And um, basically saying we need a red alert. But he shit's fucked alarm. Yeah. And he's like, so we need like a battle stations thing. And Archer's like, OK, sure. Run this by the staff and see what and see if it'll be OK. Um, but don't call it battle stations. That's not why we're out here. Um, and so there's a, a joke made like later on of he's trying to like run ideas by someone of like you know maybe you can call it like priority red or something. And the guy he's talking to like loses his shit and is like, look, I don't care about this stupid reader look that you've got going because Malcolm's surname is Reed. So it's like ah ha ha, it's a terrible joke. Um, but they do stuff like that throughout the episodes of. It's trying to establish the things that would later become commonplace, and I find that kind of interesting. Uh, the other thing is a weird amount of like in epi- like in episode continuity to previous episodes when they don't have to. So, like, there's obvious like episodes that will have direct correlations with something like there's two parters here and yeah. there, and that that and Star Trek's kind of always had that. Well, I don't think original series actually ever had a two parter, but you know TNG onwards had two parters, so that's that's one thing. Um, and DS9 obviously went like pretty heavy serialization in its later um, series, but there's lots of like I said, there's lots of little things in Enterprise where they'll just reference the events of previous episodes when they will be relevant. So um, a good example is um, the pilot Mayweather. Uh, they basically find this. Well, they get like a huge chunk of the ship blown out in an episode by Romulan mines. It's actually, the first time they encounter Romulans. So the next episode, they need to repair that, and they go, they find this, like, automatic repair dock thing um, that sort of repairs the stuff, but kind of kidnaps Mayweather um, to be part of its weird computer brain. 
Fair enough. Um, and they re- so they rescue him and and blow the thing up. But a few episodes later, he comes in for completely unrelated reasons, complaining of a headache, uh, which leads to the plot of the rest of the episode. Um, but they mention like, oh yeah, so you've just got a headache, but we will check you out properly because you were hooked into that fucking brain computer nonsense. Um, so that it might be residual effects from that. So it's like that. T- so between like those three episodes, there's like a through route of they go there because of this reason, and we're going to check you out for this reason. And the reason they check him, and by checking him out, they actually figure out what's going on. So it's like each the episodes have like a continuity between each other, but they're not. It's not like a straight through line. It's not like the one story. It's little stories that all have little connections, and that's kind of cool actually. Because it means you could watch them out of out of order and it'd be fine, or you could just catch one here and there. But you also can watch them in order and get more from it. So actually, hmm, pretty good. Um, only other minor thing to mention um, is uh, I've started reading Inquisitor, the Ian Watson book that we were warned about. <sighs> um. Maybe you should give a bit of a summary for those who are, are blissfully unaware. Um, okay, so this is what it's one of, if not the first um, Warhammer Forty Thousand novel. Um, it's about an Inquisitor and his retinue, and we were warned about this when Alpha came on the podcast. Yes, um, that it is a den of scum and villainy, and is where a lot of weird sex shit from. Basically, where people think that Slanesh is literally only about the fucking. Yeah, is that this book is at least partially to blame for that interpretation. Um, actually, to be fair, partially. Um, partially. Well, the original uh, Realm of Chaos book, when it talks about Sunesh, is a lot more sex-heavy, has to be said. Um, the, the modern stuff, which is more excess. Partially. Partially. Um, but yes, um, I, I won't go into detail on what I've read of Inquisitor, because I'm only a few chapters through. I've read the first five chapters. Um, and I will undoubtedly come back and say more, because um, from what I've read, uh, good lord, I will have things to say about this. <laughs> Um, but the, uh, there's, there's, I, you know, there's one bit I, I, I don't even want to say because this is ostensibly supposed to be a fun time for people as a podcast and the implications of what goes off and how they straight up don't even let the implications lie. They straight up say what it is, is like, oh, that's gross. (laughs) Um, so uh, could you maybe not? I'm not going to. So, thank you. Um, that's why I was saying that I wasn't going to. Good. Um, well, now I want you to. No! I'll, I'll explain to you afterwards, Matt. I'll explain when you're older. <laughs> yeah. Diagrams. At least old. Two, hour, two hours older is enough. Yeah. When you're two hours older, you can hear about the horrors of Ian Watson. Um, but yeah, um, the story that Mother Gullet from uh, Codex Assassins yeah. is based on is mentioned in that, so that's where that comes from. Um, but the big thing is that the the squad is uh, like this. This uh, Inquisitor and his retinue is the Inquisitor, a squat, a navigator, and an assassin. And their adventures on Riser. Uh, no, um, <laughs> but everyone wants to fuck the assassin. Oh God, they want to fuck the assassin. Everyone wants to bone down hard with the assassin, and every line of dialogue that anyone says in relation to her is pretty much well. Be nice if I could do a fuck with her, wouldn't it? I'm guessing she's written like the assassin breasted into the cafeteria. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. She boobily took her meal and seductively sat down, splaying her legs wide for all who could see her delicious fucking mango. In brackets, the no-no zone. Um, the Inquisitor does give her sensual head pats. What is this, a fucking anime? <laughs> uh, she's disguised I'm as... gonna pet you like a dog, and you love it. She's disguised okay. as a gene stealer at the time. I don't <laughs> Good. care. She's, like, taken polymorphine and, like, morphed Polymorphine into... is literally the fucking fetishist best friend. It's yeah. horrible. It's... Fuck off polymorphine. <laughs> I assume it was a gene stealer with tits. Oh god, can you imagine it's like this fuck and like breastingly boobily through the gene stealer cult? Well for at least half of it whilst she was disguised as this, she was not wearing anything but pants. As in like a pair of trousers or like a little tiny leather thong? Uh as in underwear. So I'm yeah. just imagining a gene stealer with like Primark like flamingo pants on. Yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. That's Primark um, the shop, not Primark the... Um... No, yeah, Primark is in the eye. Yeah, I did not... Yeah. Primark's underpants are actually pretty huge. They yeah, be... they're huge. Because now I'm imagining all Primarks wear flamingo pants, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they all come from Primark, the Primark store. Well, that's, so. a, that's a new art project for us. <laughs> Drawing all of the Primarks in their underwear. In Primark underwear. In Primark underwear. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can draw, um, like... Ferris Manus in those cockatoo socks you got from Primark. They're really good socks. I like them very much. <laughs> For those much. outside the UK, Primark is a clothes shop. <laughs> Just before everyone's like, what on earth is happening? Yeah, it's That's a fair point. Primark, Primark, Primark. Like, what are they t- fucking... What? Uh? I used to work at Primark. It was a fresh hell. Yeah, all those fucking giant men coming in and demanding underwear from you. You know, being you, the sons of the fucking emperor or some shit, you ain't that good. You joke, but that's not too far away from the truth. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Inquisitor uh, by Ian Watson. It's fucking weird. Uh, if you wish to read it, you can pick it up remarkably cheap for saying it's a book from like 1993. I wonder why that is. Oh well, probably. <laughs> was it 1991? No I can't remember actually. What year did it come out? It doesn't matter. I think it it's 91 matter. actually. Cause it's, it's here and we all have to do it. Because it's Rogue Trader era. Um, which is why basically none of the information in it is uh, is like canon, and there's yeah. lots of nonsense in it. Um, but yeah, uh, that is is me done. Um, that is all I have done. Uh, so I will now pass over to Snipe. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? I don't know why I said this. It's just a strange tone you, of you voice. Did, you did say weird. that pretty strange. My right? intonations were all over the place. Right. Okay. Would you Would you mind if I? Uh, uh, I guess you can start. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure? I'll, I'll, I'll just drink your tea. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> How many it's hours hot. sleep you had? Not enough. <laughs> okay. Well, um, been streaming with Long Fang on Thursdays. Oh, yes. uh, finished what? up Resident Evil Six. What's the name of your Thursday night stream? Uncooperative Thursdays. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. But yeah, we, we finished Resident Evil 6, and it was terrible. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. I mean, to be fair, the way it went, it went through uh, Leon and Helena's campaign, which is like the first one. You think you can pick out of order, so we went in order of appearance. That was fun and goofy bullshit. Yeah, I remember you saying how much you liked that last it time. Was, it was, I think... It's kind of a bit fucked because comparatively to the other ones, it is so good compared to the other ones. Is this like when I say a good episode of Star Trek Enterprise and it's just because the other ones are so bad? I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it has some generally goofy things which make Resident Evil Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. Um Chris and Piers one. I now I love Chris Redfield. I, I I try to hide it as best I can and I'm really good at mm. it. So I thought I'd enjoy his campaign the most. Holy fuck. That one was difficult because yeah. it was just basically like Call of Duty and but yeah, so with the part of Eastern Europe and everything, which I've already covered anyway. Yeah. Um it's just it's a bit of a slog. Uh and then there's Jake and Sherry's campaign, which is just like it it feels a little bit like fan fiction. How it's like there's a moment where they literally get captured and spend six months in an underground research facility in China. And no, they don't seem to bother that much. No one else, their superiors don't really give a fuck. Well, I mean, I guess that's better than the Beyond Two Souls thing where they spend six minutes in an, in an underwater Chinese research facility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they're just like chilling and like Sherry has basically two bits of A4 paper covering her. Oh, is it, the, is it like the covering of um, Alice yeah. from the first yeah. Resi movie? I'm wondering, did they copy that? Which is really fucking bad. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a, you can see my side boob and a little bit of my bum. And Jake's just got a nice comfy pair of pyjama trousers on. I was hoping he'd just have a single piece of A4 paper on his dick. <laughs> no, that's A5. He's, a- He's got a post-it note. <laughs> <laughs> With square bracket penis and square bracket. Um, who is Jake? Jake Mueller is. Uh, spoiler alert. He's Albie Whiskers's boy son. Oh, okay. I, I had heard a rumor about that. I didn't know if it was true. Yeah, he's just. I'd say one. And he's a complete twat. I'd say, um, you know, major spoilers, but it's Resident Evil Six. Who gives a fuck? No, apart from that one guy on Twitter who vanity searches Resident Evil Six. Well, yeah, I, he's like he like. He's the Resident Evil 6 uh, gremlin. I don't want to say fairy, because that sounds like I'm being really insulting. But, like, yeah. You you basically, if you tweet about Resident Evil 6 being shit, he'll appear and tell you why you're a fucking idiot and you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> um, he sounds funny. He's not fun. He's just, like, can't accept that maybe someone has valid criticism yeah. about a game that isn't very good. Doesn't mean that, like, I think less of this person for enjoying Resident Evil 6. It's just, I don't. Yeah, enjoy it. But yeah, so and then there's like an honest to god part where they've literally been having horribly intrusive tests done on 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 like themselves by these like Chinese captors for six months. They haven't seen each other, so in, and it's like a big fucking borderline stealth section you have to do, and it is a real pain in the fucking ass. It's horrible. Um, having seen you play bits of that game, any part of it that would require stealth. Um, does not mm-hmm. sound like something I want to be any anywhere near. It's like David Cage doing stealth. It was terrible. Do you remember that stealth section from fucking Fahrenheit? <sighs> I try and forget. Oof, that was rough. And like they meet up in the locker room, and she's like, "Oh, Jake, it's you." And he's like, "Oh shit!" <clears throat> and then he starts. He does like this, like so, such a Japanese kind of like, "Oh, you have a body. I'm gonna get really embarrassed about that right now." And she's like, "Oh no." The body that I have! Uh, it's like, okay, you have been underground in a Chinese research facility having horribly intrusive tests done to you for six months. If somebody can't deal with you in the sight of, like, I don't know, like a fucking surgical sex gown or whatever the fuck she's in. <laughs> the surgical sex gown. Yeah. Yes. If, if that even crosses your mind, you're being a fuckwit. 
If, well, yeah. if, if boobs are even on your brain, you're being a complete moron. Or if, like, it's like, decency has no place I, in desperation. I think the problem there is that... It's stupid. ...is that if they were to take that seriously and treat it with the actual weight that such a, an event would... They don't, though. They just, no, oh, yeah, then they get no, changed and then they just go. No, if they did, then it would be way too heavy for a game like Resident Evil 6. Okay, but when you're dealing with Chris's PTSD all over the place, and then you have like a full-on anime bullshit moment <laughs> where you could just have like a they did things to me, and it hurt a lot, I guess. Whatever, let's get changed. It would make way more sense than having a really oh, cringy yeah. anime yeah. moment. I mean, that, I'm harping on that a lot. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not saying that they they did um, that they did the right thing. Just that I can sort of understand why they wouldn't do it. The good way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but... You didn't play it. <laughs> no, you don't know no. how fucking annoying this shit is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, with Sherry... Because, like, Sherry's supposed to be, like... She's a BSAA agent. And she's basically played up as this fucking stupid little kid. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get that she's young. But... Fucking hell. It's like, you get, like... Player one in the first campaign is Leon. Player one in the in, the, in Chris's is, is Chris... Player one in Sherry's campaign is Jake. Yeah. By the way, if you don't know, um, Sherry... Sherry Birkin is, is... Um, the daughter of a couple of research scientists. William Birkin being the big, bad tyrant that keeps fucking about with you in Resident Evil 2. Yeah, and she was in Resident and she Evil was, 2. And she was in Resident Evil 2. You could play as her uh, for a very brief section where you get fucking stung by cockroaches. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so she's basically... Joined the BSAA and she's got all these cool antibodies and shit because of unpleasant things that happened in Resident Evil 2. So now she's she's been a super cool dude in you know in the fight against bioterrorism, and she somehow takes a backseat to her own campaign. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit mm. shit, and she's it's she is kind of I I get that they were trying to do like a rookie thing, but it just comes off as a bit shitty. Hmm. But I mean, yeah, that 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 campaign wasn't great. Then we got to Ada's bonus campaign, and like you know, the Jake and Sherry one was a bit rough, and it got really quite shitty towards the end, and a bit bit annoying. Ada's campaign, which they added later, did they? They did. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was from launch. No. And you can tell they gave no fucks, like legitimately. There was no effort put into this fucking whatever it is. So, player one is Ada Wong. Player two is some random fucking, like, agent agent. <laughs> yeah, agent just get agent. some random agent. Oh. Yeah, I think he's listed as agent agent. And he literally just like, because Long Fang was playing him, he would teleport to me, because Ada has a grappling hook. So oh. I'd grapple up, and then he'd just be like, right behind me? And like you'd see him pop into existence. Would I be right in thinking that, unlike the rest of the game, this was not really designed with co-op in mind? I don't think it was designed with co-op in mind, and I don't think it was designed. Ah, okay. <laughs> so it's it's like it, it's a shooting gallery, but it, but all of your weapons are shit. You have like a crossbow and like like a uh, like an assault rifle, and it's just you fight like they just put a bunch of the same enemy in there. And you just walk through the corridors of a of a tanker shooting them all. Yeah. And then there's a part where you like it kind of capsizes and you have to go underwater and it basically gives you a massively high 
uh, breath gauge. Which is like, early on in the Leon campaign, you had to go underwater, and you didn't really have anything like that, and you couldn't hold your breath for very long, and it was a bit of a shit. Mm. And then there's this one where it's like, you have to be underwater for like two seconds, and your your breath gauge could probably last you a full minute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, then, like, and spoiler alert, there's more than one Ada, because apparently one wasn't fucking enough. <laughs> And she starts having a go at you, like, you have to, like, do, like, this wave survival, basically, while you're waiting for something. And she's like, oh, Ada Wong, blah, 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 fucking whatever, we didn't really put much thought into this part of the game. And then you actually have to press the action button to respond to her. Repeatedly. Oh, good. And it's like, what the fuck is this now? Is this, this is like they sat there and went... This is going to be so fucking boring for the player. And so to, I was like, yeah. We need to engage them in the cutscene quick. Make them press a button every now and again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was, honestly, we didn't even finish it. It was, it honestly crushed our fucking souls. It was so bad. It was horrific. Yeah, I was surprised because you'd like gone through the whole thing and like... And gone, no, I ain't giving up. Fair play to you guys for actually like going through the whole the whole game, but then you reached the fucking the horror campaign. of that and then you just stopped. No, that, don't blame yeah, you. that was fucking... It was horrific. It was awful. So we had to just call that a fucking day. Yeah, Speaking fair. of Resident Evil, been playing a lot of Resident Evil 5. <laughs> I really like that game. It's not Resident Evil 6. <laughs> it's, you know, it's funny. I, I've noticed, like, when Resident Evil 5 first came out, everyone was like, this is shit. I hate it. But it's, it's not. It's the worst. It. It's, like, such a terrible Resident Evil. But over time, like, people's opinions have, like, it's mellowed It's because 6 it. came out and they were like, we're sorry. I we think... love Resi 5. It's amazing. Best game 20 fucking... When did it come out? 2013? Something like that. Yeah. Best game ever. So good. It's probably actually earlier than that. Yeah, fuck. Like, uh, Resi 5's, like, mm. full 360 era. Yeah. And it was early on. Yeah, because we had it on the 360 and then it blew up. Yeah, well, that's and 360s, then... isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just what happens. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I've been really, really enjoying that. I mean, we were going to, like, Longfang and I were going to stream that for, th- for Uncooperative Thursdays. Then the best friends just started doing a Let's Play of it. We were like, fuck this, we'll leave it for a while. <laughs> you, bu- I'm sick of them stealing our ideas. Like, Get your own ideas, super best friends. More it's... like super rip-off Snipe and Wib and Longfang friends. Yeah. You jerks. <laughs> this is a real discourse that I'm genuinely mad about. So yeah, I've been, oh my god. I, just, cause I wanted to play it so badly. Yeah. Especially after six, because Jesus Christ, I needed something. And I, I'm, we're on our second playthrough now, and I'm going through with Sheva, who, who I love. Mm. I fucking love Sheva. And I've got my myself a fully upgraded infinite ammo PSG-1, and that's all I really need. That sounds like a perfectly balanced weapon item for a survival horror video <laughs> game. Yeah, well, I mean, action horror. Yeah, well, yeah. It hasn't been survival horror for a while. yeah. yeah. It's like Resi 4 was sure to like seal that coffin, which is not a bad thing. Oh yeah, well to be fair, like, I tend to not like survival horrors a lot, but yeah. I can well, action horrors I can quite like. Yeah, no, like like Dead Space. Yeah, is, Dead Space being is great. Yeah, perfect yeah. example. But yeah, no. Um so I've I've really been getting into Resident Evil Shock Horror. It's like I did say on Twitter, but like it has been really nice. Like, getting excited about a game franchise or just getting excited about anything, because, you know, struggling with depression and that. It's really hard, if not impossible, to enjoy things. Yeah. yeah. And 
being on this like mass suddenly i'm like super into resident evil and i'm just like so happy because <laughs> i'm enjoying it so much and i'm, enjo- I'm i'm happy because i'm enjoying it and i mean i guess it's not like there isn't a shortage of resident evil games exactly to play. exactly <laughs> i may have started with the shittiest one <laughs> yeah you started <laughs> you that got you into it <laughs> Dude, I've always had a weird draw to Resi 6, I don't know why, but I'm glad that that's kind of uh, been nipped in the bud. In fairness, <laughs> Thank you, I, Ada. In fairness, I got into kaiju movies by watching King Kong Escapes. Which oh, that's is, like the worst thing in the world, though. Which is pretty bad. Yeah. So, you know, I can't really judge you too harshly for that. Yeah. But no, just, oh god, loving Resident Evil 5. Cannot get enough of that. Really <laughs> enjoying it. But yeah, kind of like... I, I want to get into the older ones. Like I have re like remake remake, and there's like because Resident Evil Two remake is coming out about next January. It's uh, supposedly coming out. Oh, okay. And I don't think I'll be able to play that because that looks way too fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll come back to it in like f- after five years or so have passed. I'll see it because I've been getting better with horror games. In fact. I actually completed a horror game on, like, stream. Yes, you did. I did. Which is so not like me. <laughs> to be honest, the fact that the last two streams we've done, um, I beat super hot on one, and then you've, you've beaten this game on another one, that means, like, we've had a couple of streams where we've just beaten games, which yeah. is so rare for us. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, though. But yeah, I, we, but yeah, I played Layers of Fear mm. on stream. I don't know if you've heard of it, Drumblebee. I have not. Laser Fear. Layers of oh, fear. Layer. Oh, okay. Making fun of my accent, you bastard. Well, I just thought that laser fear sounded like a good game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does, and I kind of wish I'd played that as well, but that's beside the point. <laughs> okay, like, that sounds more like a horror game title rather than what I thought it was going to be. Laser fear. I am afraid of lasers, and they are everywhere. Now now in my head, I was, it, like lasers became neon, and then in my head it was a cyberpunk horror game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, cyberpunk horror goes so well. Mm. They go so well together. Then you can go full Cthulhu punk. Oh yeah! Oh, then you've got like the whole like body horror shit going mm. on. Get some Cronenbergian weirdness, but yeah, Layers of Fear has none of that, <laughs> really. It's uh, it's about a painter who's basically so riddled with PTSD and other mental like illnesses, and he's a complete bastard trying to finish a painting, and you get a lot of kind of like hallucinations and just spooky stuff. Kind of like there's a lot of usage of um, non Euclidean geometry. Well, I'd say it's more um, impossible space. Really. More impossible space, I guess. Uh, so, like, like the house is constantly kind of shifting and changing, and like you'll walk into one room, turn around, and the door won't be there anymore, and then you turn around again, and it's a completely different room. It's very well done, like that. Um, very spooky. <laughs> there's no direct threats throughout the game, so like, I don't think there's anything that kills you. It's fundamentally um, really a sort of what, what people somewhat derisively refer to as a walking simulator. Um, yeah. But I, I, I did go off on this at length in the stream, but said that when it comes to horror, I think actually horror is a really good match for the walking simulator mm. genre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as it's utilized properly. Because once you start fighting it, it becomes less scary. Yeah, exactly. 
and yeah, like, because uh, the thing is, um, especially with, I, I think I, I really cemented it for me when we played through Outlast and some of our original, like our earliest streams we ever did. Honestly, fuck Outlast. Yeah. Um, but the the fact that you could die and you would die repeatedly to the same enemies trying to do a certain thing, all the horror just dissipates from it. Whereas when you can't die, you're just trying to get through something. It means that the developers can really finely cater to the player, where the player's going to be and what they're going to be doing to scare them and maintain the horror and really manage that because they're much more in control of the actual experience because you're just kind of walking forward. And obviously, like, from a gameplay perspective, there's not much to it. But yeah. but I think for it's, horror... It's the narrative yeah. and, and the... Like, there are a good bunch of psychological kind of horror cues there, mm. and I think it's utilised very well. Because a lot of games on Steam, because Steam is now a garbage pile of fucking hot <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Because, you know, curation is for losers. <laughs> um, there are a lot of just, I'll make a map, and then you walk in one direction, and then something, like a Unity asset will jump out and scream at you. And, and then you will be a scared. And then you'll be a scared because that's what horror is. This does have several, this has, does have a few jump scares, but they are very much earned. I mm. feel it builds up the tension. It builds before. up tension to where it's basically like you don't really want to move. You kind of, <laughs> and then something will pop out and shout at you, and you'll be like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Okay, that was well done. And I think the fact that a game like that can still make you jump shows that the fact that um, there is no player death does not mean that you don't feel threat. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I still felt threatened throughout the entire fucking game. Mm. It was it was terrifying. But, like, yeah, no. It's just like, it just, it ticks a lot of boxes and it does a lot of this stuff well. Which, a lot of them don't. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I bought the DLC, which probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but I, I've been planning to write a, um, write a video about it. For reasons. For reasons. <laughs> It might take me a while because it's kind of a difficult subject, but I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Mm. A, so, a very personal, thing. very personal kind of subject. So yeah, no, Layers of Fear, good, very like spoopy, spoopy game. Mm. It was. Uh, I would say I wasn't playing it. She was the one who was actually mm. playing through on stream. People but... loved like donating and subscribing because there's big noises. <laughs> So I spent the whole thing getting jump scared by fucking Twitch chat. <laughs> yeah. And I can't be mad because they're basically people providing the fact, well, providing rent and food for us. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the worst one was someone, someone like donated some bits and uh, McCree's high noon thing went off. I was, it was a really tense part where I was going up to a door. And then the door literally got kicked open by an unseen force, and at that exact moment, I just heard, It's high noon! And I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy fucking shit! And like, there's this whole narrative of McCree just wanted to meet me. He kicked in the door, shattered his catchphrase, and then got nervous and jumped out the window. <laughs> I seem to remember a while ago, I think I think it was Slow Beef said on Twitter that he was going to do a stream, and I don't know if he ever did this, but of Alien Isolation, where he'd change all the donation, like bit donation noises, yeah. to be the various noises that the Xenomorph makes. Oh! So whilst he would be playing, he'd keep hearing the Xenomorph oh. if people donated, so they could screw with him. That sounds really cool. Actually. And and a, and a very cunning way to get uh, bits out of people. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, that's that's not really cunning. That's kind of a 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's more of an incentive to chuck at the oh, tip yeah, jar. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That's, no, no malice. Yeah, no, 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 not trying to insinuate. No malice. shade. No. But yeah, no, that's like God. People winding me up, <laughs> and then like we stopped halfway through, so you could go out and get like lemonade. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we live like fucking five. Like I say, five minutes, literally like a minute from an off license. So, yeah, I could, so during the stream, I could just literally run out and go get something. Be back in like five and minutes. it was very very nice of you, thank you. But yeah, no, laser fear can recommend. Very good, very fun. Uh, trying to think if I've done anything else. I don't think I have. I think that's probably it. That's pretty much it. I'm going to be playing a new game with Longfang today on uh, Uncooperative Thursday. Is it going to be a game you like, or are you playing another game that you don't like? I'm playing a game that I'm not a massive fan of. But why do you do these things to yourself? Okay, this is the thing. It's funny bad, and I get to hang out with like my mate and just shoot the shit and chat, and we can all make fun of how bad the game is. So it's kind of like a bit of like a uh, bit of catharsis. <laughs> You see, I suggested they should play Dead Space 3, which... Which I would... We, which we is are going to do. Which is a bad game, but is at least mechanically fun to play. Yeah, well, you say yeah, that. Well, mechanically, there's nothing wrong with it. It just plays like Dead Space 2. It's just... Speaking as a right-hander, yeah, sure. Like, play, like organising it so I can play it. Like, the context sensitivity fucking ruins everything. Anyway! Drama Matt. Yes, Video games? Yes. Things you have done? I have played more than one video game. Good <gasps> lord. More than Snap. two video games. <gasps> I know. It's, 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 it's... More than three? No, not more than three. Oh, okay. No, let's, let's, not, let's not get too carried away. Okay, yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not like we have a gaming channel or anything. Well, when you hear what the third one was, you'll explain why I haven't played any since then. Um, okay. First up, there's been a new Slime Rancher update. Which I don't I know if you guys that. have seen, or I guess specifically Wib. Did you ever play yeah. it, Snipe? I played a little bit of it. But I think you were playing in the video. I think I was playing the video. I think you, yeah, I think I remember you playing in the video, but I don't know if you yeah. played for fun after that. Or no, no. I mean, it's it's a cute little game, but it's not massively my speed. Yeah, fair enough. It's definitely a Wiblet game. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, the new update has drones, so you can like automate oh. bits. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as... It, well, it's good, and it kind of works. It's a bit limited, and so you, you, you first off, the drones are, are bees, which are just adorable. <laughs> but they are they are drone bees, because they're drones, and the worker bees do it. So apart from the slight bee inaccuracy of drone bees not actually doing the work... I am sick of this bee inaccuracy. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, they're quite adorable. They're sort of like... The same sort of size as, you know, the toys that you can get to put in the slime pit things. Yeah. They're that, that sort of size and they float around and they're water powered. So every morning you just have to put a bit of water on their little base station, which is a flower, obviously. Okay. Um, and then they last for the whole day. Um, you can put, you know, you can get the decorations for your slimes. Yeah. Yeah, you can get those and put them on the bees. So my bees have googly eyes. Because, Excellent. And moustaches, Excellent. depending on what role they're doing. <laughs> sensible, sensible. What do the mustachioed bees do? What roles are they? So the, the the um what you, you can basically the main functions you can it's quite good. It's like a um there's like a three there's like three boxes that you select. So you select what resource they're going to be moving somewhere, and then you pick where they're moving it from and where they're moving it to. So I've uh, the, it's limited by the fact that you can only have two drones in each section of your ranch, and when you tell them to do things, so like you, you I've got one. Basically, I've got, I so my two on each part. I've got one of them picking up food and putting it into the auto feeders to feed my slimes. Yeah. 
and then I have one that's picking up the plots from the slime pits and putting, sending them to the market straight away. But it's slightly limited, so you have to, like, when my food delivery ones are going, you could say, okay, I want you to move fruit, or I want you to move veg. But you can't say, I want you to move all sorts of food. Mm. So I basically had to re-go through and reorganise my entire ranch, so that yeah. in each area, there's only things. So now in each area, I have, like, two or three slimes all fed by either all veg or all fruit. And to that, be fair, I always used to do that anyway, because I could never be bothered to, like, make it more complicated. So I'd just crossbreed everything, so everything could be fed with vegetables or whatever. Yeah, well, that's... So I, I just I crossbred mine so everything was fed by their, like, favourite, which mm. ended up just being messy. So I've done that now, but I had to go through and slightly rearrange my entire ranch. Um, <laughs> just slightly. Just slightly. It actually wasn't anywhere near as bad as I was expecting it, and I got out a bit of paper, and I genuinely wrote down, like, all of the slime combinations... <laughs> And which one, or all of the slime types, which what their favourite food was, and then worked out the most efficient way of like crossbreeding them to like. <laughs> and actually, I accidentally done most of what I needed to do anyway. Did oh. you selectively breed all of these things just for convenience? Yeah, basically. Okay, I mean that's what farming is anyway. So. Yeah, <laughs> that and so I've still got a pen. I've still got every slime type covered in my ranch, and then all my spare gaps are done with the more profitable ones. And then yeah. they're all automatically fed, and they're all automatically harvested. So, so now you can just you know walk away from the, the computer. If you want. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But I actually I just find that fascinating with the, with like games like that where the end goal <laughs> is, to is not, not to having it. to play the game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. it's like the, like the ludicrous um, like Tech It Minecraft. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm having flashbacks to you yeah. guys playing Tech It. Like, oh yeah, I built a nuclear reactor that does everything, and I don't need to do shit. My absolute, play the game? Oh, no. my absolute favorite thing was when um, I realized, okay, so I have a nuclear reactor that powers a computer that can make me bake potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's every man's dream. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I set it up so that it was all auto- automated. And it's not, you still have to go around every morning and then, like, water your bees, which is, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thing. <laughs> I guess you're technically watering the flowers because you water the flowers the bees land on. But watering yeah. the bees sounds better. Um, no, so then, that, I, honey, I've got to water the bees. <laughs> I was like three or four tiers off maxing out the, you know, the thing where you basically give them a bucket of money and they give you some more colours. Yeah, <laughs> which they admit in the game is just a way of like, you know, being a money drain or money yeah, sink or whatever. They, they, mm. they straight up just say there is no purpose to this. Yeah. Just do when it you to have show so off. much money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was a few off that, and I still had a couple of other bit. There was a few achievements I needed to get, and there was a few. There was one side thing I needed to finish off to unlock the last bit of the ranch. So I was actually, I was like, right, okay, I need to sit and let it do its thing to get the money to max out that one anyway. So I just spent the time. So I finished all of the achievements except, well, there's three achievements that are linked to the rush mode, which I've never played. Oh, I've tried that. It's yeah, it does not match with the way I play the game. No, so, yeah. likewise. So I haven't bothered. I've, I've never even tried it. And then there's two achievements. There's one which is maxing out, finishing the Slimepedia. Yeah. Of which there's that one vegetable you need to find which spawns in one random location every day. Oh, yeah. 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 So I spent, I was like, I can't be bothered to just literally randomly wander around. I know there's, there's set spaces where it could spawn, but it's basically everywhere on this one area. Mm. And I was like, I just can't be bothered to just walk, walk around randomly until I see it because whatever. Yeah. So because of that, I haven't got that last achievement. That's fair. <laughs> um, but. I, I can accept that, to be honest. Um, and yeah, and I unlocked all the bits of the ranch, and I um, and now I've bought all the all of the um, 
waste of money upgrades. So yeah, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was like it came out. I think last Tuesday, and I'd finished all I wanted to do on the day in a few hours with oh, it. Dang. But it is still. It's a free update, so like it's still a fun to have a bit of a mess about with and just yeah. get your head around how it works. And... Well, I mean, you know, it's getting you, you know, it's something to get you to play a game that you'd previously seen everything in. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, something new. Exactly. So if you've still got it installed, I recommend jumping on for. A few hours. Yeah, I might do. To be fair, it's not very big. I might just install it again. I would assume it's got Steam Cloud saving. Otherwise, uh, that would. Presumably? To be fair, I most no things idea. do. So. Yeah, I would assume it does. I hope it does. Because <laughs> it's sometimes just games you would expect to have it don't. It's like fucking Dark Souls Three doesn't have it, but like Dark okay. Souls Two does. Oh, like, I think Dark Souls One does as well. Oh, for fuck's sake! But Dark Souls Three doesn't, which I found out. Um, like when uh, when re. Um, reinstalling everything on our machine like a while back and being like oh okay that's the one thing I didn't back up because oh, I oh, assumed no. it was steam clouded yeah like, uh, uh. well we know now yeah oh nightmare yeah I don't know but yeah it's yeah. worth having a mess about anyway yeah yeah. Um, cool. I finished Dishonored I it was a nice. and I say this in a quite good way a pleasingly short game like, I think some games do benefit from being like, quite short. I don't know how oh, much yeah. I paid, like 15 hours or so? Like, I don't know. It wasn't that long, but it was quite... Relatively short, 15 hours. Well, yeah, but compared Relatively to, like, short. you know, Fallout, which I put in, like, 100 hours or whatever. Okay, yeah, compared to Fallout, I yeah, guess. Yeah, compared to those, which is recently seemingly what I've been playing is the longer ones, which end up being... Because before that, it was GTA V, was yeah, my, like, I, main yeah. go-to game. And it just they just take so long, which I really enjoy, fine. But because I'm trying to, like, you know, tick a few off and get through a few... It was like, you know what, I enjoyed this while it lasted. I did as much as I wanted to do on it, and now it's done. Good. Yeah, yeah I must, I really the gameplay I really enjoyed. Um, I did, a, I think I mentioned last time, I was doing a low chaos run, so I was like yeah. avoiding killing people. I, I managed to not kill any of my main targets. I did that, the side, you know, the sneaky way of getting, ah, yeah. dispatching them rather than the just killing them. Hitmanning them. Yeah, which was, which was satisfying. Um, the story itself is very, very paint-by-numbers, pick-a-generic story. Um, mm. slight... it, yeah, it does strike me as definitely a more gameplay-heavy kind of game. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, spoilers for the next ten seconds, so just put your fingers in your ears a sec. The obvious plot twist is super, super obvious. <laughs> like, I, I could, you could tell it's coming from about halfway through the game, and then it gets like the last mission, last towards the end, and it happens. To the point where they choreograph it so much before it, just before it happens. I was like, well, obviously this is a double bluff then. And it was sort of even. Yeah. Be, it was so beyond obviously going to happen. It was beyond obviously going to be a plot twist, and then it just yeah. happened. And it was just like, oh well, that's incredibly disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah, the yeah. biggest twist is no twist at all. Yeah, especially when they choreograph it that much and they work so hard to tell you that it's going to happen. And I was like, I knew it's going to happen, but I'm intrigued as to. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Well, I thought I knew, but I didn't know exactly how that where which direction they were going to go. And I was like, okay, this could. And then it just happened. Which oh. doesn't make me think less of the game, really, because I still enjoyed playing it, but it was a little bit like, oh, guys, come on. It, that, that reminds me a bit of the twist for the, the like, halfway through um, segment of Star Trek Discovery, when there's... An, Spoilers, a, maybe? No. Um, okay. I'm not going to say what it is. Okay. Like, but just the... the one of my biggest pet peeves is someone... It's like your mum always does this to me. Where oh, yeah. She'll be like, have you seen this movie? I'm like, no, but I really want to. And she'll go, this person does this. And I'll be like, 
fuck you. <laughs> or she'll go, ooh, the twist. Watch it. It's like, don't tell me there's a twist. Yeah. Because that ru- actively ruins my fucking enjoyment. Well, I mean, draw about that's not yeah, aimed at I you. Feel, I feel like... No, I feel like I'm not... It's so, like... I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it's not clever. So, it's so... Broadcast. Also, it's a really old game. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there was a thing in, in Discovery where it was... They basically built something up um, as, like, an obvious thing that was going to happen. And then they, they like, broadcast it and telegraph this thing so blatantly that you almost get to a point where you're like, are we going to not do it because it's getting so blatant? And then it just does it, and you're like, oh. oh yeah, so this sounds, like, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, regardless of that, I still enjoyed it. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, the, the second one's in my wish list for whenever that's on, on, a, on a decent offer. Yeah. So. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Hmm. Apart from its spelling, <laughs> <laughs> the spelling well, it can't is, help but be yeah. massively incorrect. Yeah. The spelling is completely unacceptable, and it mm. shall not be allowed. Um, Terrible. The third game I've moved on to, which is a game I've played before, but not for about twenty years, I think. Final Fantasy VII. <gasps> ah, you are playing the best video. Yes, game. I know because, like, I think it was close. To, it was either twenty years or close to twenty years ago when I played it. Um, yeah. Jesus, yeah. that sounds nuts. Well, it's from '97, yeah. 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 So, it, and I, I don't think I played it brand new, but it was like you know, it was around. There. It was back when I had the my original PS PlayStation One, not the PS One, because that's a different console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah at least they learned their lessons and got better with their naming. Yeah, <laughs> um, Xbox. Yeah, but um, it, I had a um, a completely legal chip PlayStation, and despite most of the games I had actually being legit. Because it was such an early chip on our PlayStation, it wouldn't let you change discs, which is a bit of a nightmare for Final Fantasy. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> so I had to like get up to the point where it changed disc and then go around to a mate's house with my memory card and legit copy of the game because I just couldn't get any further. Oh, dude. <laughs> um, which is a bit of a nightmare. But I honestly can't remember how it finishes, which mm. leads me to think, did I finish it? I feel like I must have done, despite the... like hurdles put in my way i feel like i mm. must have finished it because why would i just stop but at the same yeah. time i honestly can't remember what happens so i'm quite lucky I've... who who's your standard party loadout who are your favorite characters? i'm not really sure i've only been playing well it says about six or seven hours but the downside of playing an old game is that you can only save at save points so yeah. if something happens yeah. and you need to pause the game and the time tracker on the thing on the pause menu keeps going when it's paused i know so yes. i think it's... i'm only like maybe four hours in as opposed are you out to the... midgar yet then yeah so just just in... left oh. Just yeah. left. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how long that's supposed to take, but I'm about seven hours in according to the in-game clock because yeah. I had to leave it and go for dinner at one point because I played for <laughs> literally about an hour without coming up across the save point. I yeah. was like, well, I'm not quitting. So, <laughs> And then There's obviously some, I come back yeah. and in five minutes I found one, but you don't know we're going to yeah. do that. So, um, um, I th- I, Final Fantasy VII is the game that I have played the most in one day. Like... <laughs> I remember when I, because I, I had a thing where I realised I hadn't beaten it, and in about oh mid two thousands, um, I went. I just sat down and beat it. It was I think it was like after I just finished. I just finished college, and so I had like a few weeks before I started like my first job. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, I'll, just, I'll beat Final Fantasy seven, and I just sat down one morning and played it for like ten hours solid, oh, nice. and went had di- went and had dinner, and then played it like until I went to bed as well, which was <laughs> like four hours. God, do you remember days like that? It's I I, used, I did that with Metal Gear Solid because of course I did. Yeah, yeah. It was just that was like I remember like 
being a lonely bullshit kid with undiagnosed mental illnesses, just coming home, getting shouted at, going straight to my room, and then just playing Metal Gear Solid for hours yeah. until like two a.m. and then struggle to get up at like seven in the morning and then run out to school like every fucking day. It's like oh god, man, those <laughs> like nostalgia days. So how uh, how are you finding the game playing it in twenty eighteen? Uh, I mean, it's just great, isn't it? It's so good. It's <laughs> like so obviously, good. The the, obviously great. the graphics are like. 1997 graphics. Photorealistic! They were, mean, they even were, at the time, they yeah. looked like shit. Well, no, I, I remember at the time playing it, and like, the graphics of the actual bits that moved were pretty shit at the time, but the backgrounds yeah, and everything looked beautiful. I remember oh, the being... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, the cutscene, the, the, the like pre-rendered cutscenes and things. Oh, God, yeah. Like, at the time, yeah. fucking beautiful. Now, yeah. mm, less so. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, time and progress. Like every, well, every time anyone releases a new phone, this is the most technologically advanced phone ever. It's like, well, yeah, because it's a year later. Like, yeah. if they've gone backward in technology, <laughs> like that's <laughs> that not, would be kind not of almost thing. impressive. So, like, obviously, but I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from it. I'm yeah, it's, no, it's, no. it's great, isn't it? Uh, it's just so much of that oozes nostalgia. One, it didn't stop me from playing it, but it prompted me to play it now. Is picking up my controller back off you guys because I was like, I can't be bothered to play this with a mouse and keyboard or whatever <laughs> the PC controls are. Um. God, nice. So you're doing it with a controller now. It's a bit annoying. You can't because I'm using the 360 controller. You can't use the D-pad for directions, oh. which is oh, fine yeah. for running about. But in the battles and things, quite often you press down and you accidentally press left at the same or mm. something at the same time as pressing OK, and you do something random. Um, yeah, yeah. And because yeah, the remap thing, it's like you know. So I had a couple of things where it was coming up to like one of the like bosses, and it says, "Okay, press switch to mix up your party." and do things and I'm just like I can't remember which button switch is mapped to so I end up pressing the wrong one and the fight happens I'm like oh no <laughs> um, so there's been a couple of things like that so I've got to post it on my monitor now which says which button is mapped to which thing <laughs> just to remind Excellent. me for things like that reminds me of playing The Witcher 2 Jesus <laughs> yeah you have to do that but, but yeah I mean um, none of that I mean, takes I'll away um, I've said it on multiple occasions Final Fantasy 7 is my favourite video game so um I'll be interested to see how you feel like when you've played through the the whole thing. Because I mean, it's probably about forty hours. I think it's quite a hefty it. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like to be fair. Like once you get past seven, like they just get longer and longer. So yeah. Um, like I put fucking I put like over a hundred hours into Final Fantasy twelve, and I didn't even like it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just they're real time sinks those games, and um, and yeah, I mean, I, I found that. It's hard, like it's hard to say like how dated Final Fantasy VII is. It's it it's a little bit in terms of like there's the bit obviously where you, I mean this is all spoilers but I mean who hasn't played it really at this point <laughs> right but yeah. but okay if, if people haven't played but, it by now they ain't gonna but I mean nonetheless spoilers ahead um, there's a few bits you know when you do the cross dressing bit and it's just like there's a little yeah. bit there's a little bit mm. and then at some point mm. it says like. I think Barrett calls you like acting like a retard and things. It's just like, oh, that. Mm, yeah. But it, yeah, it doesn't make it a worse game at all. You just got to, you know, it was made it in 1997. It's an older game. And you've got to, you've well, got to be aware of things like that just for, you know, if you don't, if you're not aware of past mistakes, you can't improve on them. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think it's done with any malice or anything. So it's not. It doesn't. Oh, it's it just, doesn't um, make it a worse game or anything like that. It's just there's yeah, a couple of bits where it's just like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> It's but, just a thing of the time. I, I yeah, always say, you know, like, 
all art, all art is like it's made in the time it comes from, and yeah. you can't you, you ha- when you when you like play or watch or or listen to something from another time, you have to like sort of compartmentalize sometimes modern sensibilities from that. Yeah, um, which is why I, even though there's lot there is things in there that like I'm not a, I would not be okay with in a game made today. Yeah. It can still be my favourite game, yeah. despite containing Yeah, that's the difference. I'm sure there's some people out there who are being like, oh, you know, political correctness, that people are wanting to stop us playing these old games. Like, no, that's not what it is at all. It's just you've got to be aware of things in the past and then you don't re- repeat the mistake now. Like, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. important distant, to hear a difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. I've no idea what my standard party is yet, because um, I've only the just The thing left. is, here's, here's so, like completely legit pro tip here. Yeah. If you don't have Sid in your party, you're playing it. Well, right. I haven't met Sid yet, so... Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, she don't meet Sid for quite a while. You don't, which means that everyone plays it wrong for a good while. Yeah. So <laughs> And he's not... He's amazing. Great. Sid is great. Yeah, he's I mean, the I, best character. I tend to have um, Ares in my party at the moment, just because healing is useful to have. Yeah. Um, So I tend to have me, um, a healer, and then someone else. I haven't decided who the someone else is yet. Nice. Does having people in your party affect? Because I know there's the whole dating relationship thing. Uh, it does, I think, and like you, it, it depends on who you heal the most. Okay, it's it's it, tricky. It's there, but it is so minor and only affects some very specific cutscenes. Okay, uh, to my knowledge, I think you can effectively ignore that stuff. Yeah, I had a bit of a look. You get it. like. The biggest one is um, who you take out with you um, when you get to the Golden Saucer. Yeah. Um, Tifa, obviously. <laughs> if you really fuck up, you can take someone else random. And like, I've seen people who've ended up with Barrett. Yeah, I was going to say, I learned, sh- it's not random. It's you have to try really hard, but you can go on a date with Barrett. Yeah. Which I was like, I mean, looking at when I, just... I had a bit of a nosy and I was like, oh, that's a thing. I totally want to try and do that, despite Barrett <laughs> being a little bit aggressive for me. Um, <laughs> you, you don't like your, your, your boy's aggressive? Well, he's just a, he's just a, a little bit too. He's, his heart's in the right place, but he's he a little, is, he's he, a little bit he's too rough around the edges, defensive, and then he mm. turns that against people he likes, seemingly. And he's, yeah, no, he could possibly fair. do with learning how to use his indoor voice as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, 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 I was just like, but then you have to basically make every decision in the game right to get Barrett, or wrong, depending yeah. on your point of view. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, it was interesting because like when I played through it like years ago, I did it with a guide and like one hundred percent of everything. Yeah. But then when I went through it, except um, for Ruby Weapon, of course. Except the, yeah, Ruby Weapon that, was that the only thing that never counts. Um, yeah, because I beat the Emerald Weapon on my old when I played through it, but I never did beat the Ruby Weapon because it's just. It's just fucking annoying. It's just not like... fun. See, I don't yeah, remember any of these things, which furthers my belief that I actually didn't finish it the first time. <laughs> but it was well, a long time ago, so who knows? Well, if but... you're getting to the weapons, then, like, yeah, no, but, like, there'll be, like, one person who's beat fucking Ruby Weapon in, like, at least there will be knowledge of that person in any friend group. <laughs> yeah. But, like, again, that's that's an extra thing they put in for uh, the European games. Uh, the American and European the American ones. American and European that, ones, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because if you beat Ruby Weapon, you can get a gold chocobo, and honestly, you kind of need one to well, beat it anyway. To have to get to get that far in the game, you will have probably got Knights of the Round mm. that you need a gold chocobo to get. You know, I never got that on my playthrough. Huh? Never got it. Well, it's quite good, and I, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, 
I, I get that it's quite good, but yeah, never got that one. Yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, get be sure to get back to us with uh, oh, my other with thing. Tales. Was I wasn't sure whether I was going to, like you just mentioned, play with a guide or just do it myself. And I was like tossing up the idea in my head for a while. I was like, well, do I want to like? Because the first time I didn't play it with a guide, um, yeah, I was like, do I want to now do it? But I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to do what feels right. I'm just going to do it. And if I miss bits yeah. because it's such a long game, like I'm gonna have to get over myself of you know missing a slight <laughs> yeah. side quest yeah, or missing absolutely honestly the only thing that you really need it for is something like temple of the ancients or something there are because some that parts place that are, is a nightmare yeah. there's some parts that are a little annoying um, and a guide is kind of yeah useful. i might look up yeah, if you've yes, told us this i could have well we could have given you we've literally got yeah, two copies we, of like, the guide when we moved in <laughs> together like web had a copy of of the guide and I also did so, <laughs> so we have a really nice copy and a really fucking bullshit torn up garbage <laughs> copy that I have um, but yeah because the, 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 when I played it earlier this year um, yeah I did play through with without uh, without a guide and I ha- I thoroughly enjoyed playing it through without a guide but I did remember loads of yeah. stuff and locations yeah. of stuff from playing it previously so it wasn't a com- Strictly speaking, yeah, it wasn't a blind playthrough because I had beaten it before. So, Um, but yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna stick stick at it without without a guide for now, just because I'm quite enjoying it, and I'm I I can always play it again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you can do what I do and um, put in Final Fantasy VIII, play it for like four hours, and then go. Hmm. Actually, instead, I think I'll just play Final Fantasy VII again. (laughs) Yeah. Are you all right there? I've just thought, what if you pronounce Renoa's name like quinoa? What, Renoa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Good. Good. Okay, at, um, at over an hour recording is when the heat has finally got to snipe and just all sense of decency has just fallen away. I get this because of Renoir. Okay. Yes. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Alright, on the topic of, de- of lack of decency, I have two more things left to mention. Okay. And okay. two films. So, okay. we watched Oscar-winning film The Shape of Water. Oh, I yeah. really yeah. see that. It is, I've heard stories that it's the fish-fucking film, and I assumed yeah. it was just people joking. No, they're not. <laughs> people are not joking. No, they are not. It is literally just the fish fucking film. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's a fish man. It's a fish. It's man. a fish man. Yes. Yeah. So you can fuck a fishman. That's okay. Yeah. It's a as se- long as everyone's like consenting. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's a sexy retelling of the Shadow of Rinsmith. <laughs> fucking jeez. And like, yeah, if you need to ask questions about how biologically that works, you just get one hand action to explain it all, and then everyone's happy with it. So that's yeah. good. But I, it was good. Like, hmm. what the fish fucking? Yeah. The, well. I mean, was yeah. Well, I mean, that, it, it, that was that was good for the people involved. They made that painfully clear. <laughs> it is a really well made, really well written, really well filmed and like choreographed and everything. B movie. It's so oh. bizarre. It is, has. I am... It has. It should just be a B movie, but it's like beautiful and it's shot well and the, like ev- everything about it is good. Yeah. And I don't understand how they got the budget or the, how it happened. Because Del Toro. Toro. Yeah. yeah. But it's great. It's like good. <laughs> Fucking weird. But... <laughs> I, I think we need more weird media, but, honestly. Because I mean, it's just... It's fun. Yeah, it's I'm glad, so I'm different glad to like... To like, you know, normally Oscar films are, you know... 
oh, isn't the film business so good? Let's make a film about that. And then the film business gives them an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, nine, but, uh, but yeah, this B-movie won an Oscar. I love it. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of taking things that should probably, under normal circumstances, would not get a big budget and then giving them a big budget and seeing what happens. Yeah. Because you can quite often create really interesting things there because that's... Well, you're not just making another safe movie. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. It's, not just, whilst, it's not just a sequel. Or... Yeah, and it's like whilst like hey, going and watching like whatever the latest Marvel movie is or whatever, like for the most part, a few exceptions to some movies, uh, to some of them, but quite a lot of them are very safe movies. Yeah. Like they are exactly what you expect. And like there's nothing wrong with that, but like you can't, you, a man cannot live on Marvel alone, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he needs to see a fish get fucked. Yeah. And then Prince have and a vague, sexy relation to boiled eggs. Oh, Ooh. yeah! Because oh. every time boiled eggs get involved, so it gets sexy. So, oh. okay, is it, this is like the Shyamalan like red balloon in uh, the Sixth Sense, but it's a hard boiled egg instead. <laughs> Beautiful. I've yeah. never actually seen the Sixth Sense, so in my head, every whatever, time there's whatever red, I'm it thinking shows of, that, like there's a spook, spooky oh, okay. ghost Cause, nearby. Because my initial thought was uh, someone uh, just fucking a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> That some, actually happens. Because some people do get off on and balloon Bruce fucking. Bruce Willis is just like, um, this is a bit weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, enjoyed it. I mean, it sets up. So I'm just going to discuss through the, the... This is the first scene, just to sort okay, of set okay. up the tone for the film. Because we had no idea going in. I Like I, like I said, I'd heard it's called the fish fucking film, or it's not, but people call it that. Yeah. But I just assumed that was like an, at least an exaggeration, if not just a blatant joke. Mm-hmm. But the first thing you see in this film is we sat down and watched it, turned it on. You see the main character, and I've completely forgotten her name because it was a week or two ago we watched this. But she, um, she's at home. She puts some boiled eggs on to boil, sets an egg timer, gets in the bath, has a wank. <laughs> okay. And we okay. were just like, this is going to be a different kind of film, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately like, oh, <laughs> like, I okay, see. right, fair enough. <laughs> Generally speaking, that sort of thing is always going to, it sets a tone. Yeah, but we're just like, you know what? This is a great opening. Like, so she she gets in the bath. Yeah, she put she, she so she's gonna put hard. She's got she on. she takes the takes the egg timer into like the bathroom, puts it on the like sink or whatever, and then gets in the bathroom. Okay. He's like, right, I've got five minutes to kill. Okay, so it, it takes like seven minutes to boil an egg. So you get into the bath, have a wank, all within like seven minutes. Yeah. That's fine. Then you'd have to get out of the bath. Yeah. And get dry and everything. Then go and eat your hard-boiled eggs or whatever. Uh, well, you see, they're not. They're, they're, say, they're, they're for her lunch the next day, so she just takes them off the boil, and then that it's job the good. One. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, logistically, so it's all fine. Yeah, <laughs> Del Toro thought about. This. I'm glad somebody did. Honestly, I was worried about the bath. He thought about the bath egg wank. The bath you know? egg wank. Yeah. Oh god, hello, podcast title. <laughs> the bath egg wank. <laughs> Um, I don't know, let's yeah. get demonetized with that one. <laughs> yeah, there'll be censor the word wank. <laughs> it's YouTube, dude. I'm pretty sure that, you know, like, you just say, like, bum really loudly and you'll get demonetized. Yeah. Don't say that, we've actually been alright recently. Touch wood. <laughs> but I won't say anymore, yeah. but I, yeah, I recommend going, yeah, get obtaining a copy and watching it. Mm. It's, Definitely. Yeah, thumbs up. Will do. Um, on the complete opposite, it's my last, my last quick point, my complete opposite end of the scale, speaking of senseless Marvel sequels, we, I saw Ant-Man. Oh, and the wasp. Is it? Oh, cool? is it any good? Yeah, entertaining. It's hmm. it's interesting, like because after watching like the latest Avengers, which I I won't mention, we we discussed that before. 
yeah. but after watching that and everything you know the the sense of like peril and the sort of everything's been escalating the main like issue that they have in ant-man is that he's under house arrest after bugging off to germany in captain america civil war yeah. and doing the you know the whole accords thing and while yeah. Captain America and whatnot went into hiding, he was just like, you know what, I've got a daughter, I don't want to go into hiding with her, so fuck it, I'll just be under house arrest. So mm. the biggest okay. like peril that he's facing is basically he needs to get home Bureaucracy. in time for the people to check that he's still at home and he doesn't break his house arrest. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, wow, this, this, this de-escalated like the peril. So that, there is a baddie in things, and there is all that, but the main concern that he has throughout the whole film is making sure that every time they're about to go around his house to check that he's still there... He gets back in time. You know, I will. Well, like, you know, it makes like... a nice. It makes a nice. And then at the end, it, it does tie it into the new Avengers and things. It does mm. in the post credit scene it actually links it up, which is quite a good okay. way of doing it. But the the main film is just like you know what nothing. It doesn't have to all be in t- massive doom and gloom or like you know universe yeah. ending or whatever doom and gloom. I will say that um, I I will give the Marvel movies credit for this. On a couple of occasions, they've had to do this, where they've obviously ramped up to 11 for an Avengers movie. And then they do a good job of, like, some of the follow-up movies bringing it back down again. Mm. Like, I remember um, after the Avengers 1, then we had Iron Man 3, and... That's a much more per, like a much smaller story compared to it, and it's about yeah, I mean, it's, him. It's, it's Tony Stark dealing with his PTSD, basically. Yeah, like and... I, mean, I wouldn't say it's the best Marvel film, but they do what they do well. I think it got a lot of stick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? No, it I doesn't always have to be, you know, world-ending stuff. <laughs> At this point, world-ending is maybe yeah, an understatement. Well, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving. Um, but yeah, it's it's entertaining. Like it's probably it's not the best one by any means, and it's like the first was better, I think. This, but yeah. I mean, it was entertaining enough. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and that's me done. Okay, I had things to say this week. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> well Everyone, done. round of applause, for drama. Everyone at home, give yeah. a clap. Ne- in, in, next, in fact, I'm missing the next podcast. I don't know what you're doing in return, but I'm on holiday. So, oh, yeah. But um, despite I, I that... Think... We're on holiday, too. Mm, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Okay. We'll just have to record it, like... We'll, we'll record a new podcast tomorrow. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Okay. What have you been doing? Fucking... I slept? I got groceries? <laughs> the fuck do you want from me? We'll, we'll figure something but out. Regardless of... I'm feeling... Regardless of whenever the next podcast is that I'm in, I won't have much more to say because I'll just be playing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> That's okay. So just, Mate, just, you just can just sit there up. and talk about Final Fantasy VII for like a solid hour. I'd be happy. <laughs> so, yeah, I just... mean, people at home would probably be bloody furious, but, you know, um, we're the ones that are sitting here. <laughs> Your choice, audiences, I'll go back and play some more Overwatch or something. So <laughs> enjoy the <laughs> Final Fantasy talk while you can. <laughs> yeah, but that, that is all I have to talk about. So shall we move on to some questions we've been sent in? No. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we should ignore no. Snipe. <laughs> I uh, I was at Tiger the other day and I put a bunch of stuff on on the thing in front of the cashier. I was like, "Oh, can I have these, please?" And he went, "No." <laughs> and I went, "Oh." He was like, "Yeah, no, not today, not for you." <laughs> and I went, "Well, I okay, that's fair." <laughs> Did you just didn't leave? really think? No, I just went. Oh well, because I didn't really think this far like, ahead. Oh, okay. Then just turn around and leave everything there and just literally walk <laughs> off. He he was like joking. Yeah, with I me, know. I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, oh, oh I, I would have escalated the joke to the point where I was uncomfortable for everyone. 
That's fair. <laughs> I just turned around and was like, oh, I've never got this far. And he was like, no, no one ever does. <laughs> and then I just paid for my shit and left. <laughs> it was great. Actually, that, remi- that reminds me, just in case the person happens to be listening to this, uh, I'd just like to apologise to the bloke that works at our post office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who is apparently a subscriber, so okay. he recognised us. Uh, we're sorry that we might have been a bit weird. We were so not expecting. It had been a long day. We'd walked a lot in the heat. <laughs> and then to have someone be like, immediately like, oh, yes, yeah, knife and whip. And, like, uh, and okay. be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't think we were rude, but I think we might have come we across might have as... Looked like aliens from a different planet. Who don't know how to speak to people. Yeah. Um, Which so, is partially true. But. So I'm, I'm, ve- I'm very sorry, Mr. Post Office Man, <laughs> if, you, if you happen to be listening. <laughs> Good. Um, but yes, uh, so questions. What email address should people send questions to if they wanted? Snipe. Why is you always going to pick me? Only drummer Matt at snipeandwib at gmail.com. What email address is that again, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I just said it, dude. Only drummer Matt at snipeandwib at gmail.com. I'm there sorry, I get, I get too much joy out of making both of you panic <laughs> by doing that. I'm going to have to set up person. like a um, forward email Sam. address that just says easy email at email dot email or something. And that forwards, <laughs> that, and that forwards on to the stupid email address. <laughs> No, just call it easy email at email dot email that forwards onto the stupid email address at gmail.com. God. <laughs> it can't because there's a character limit as we found out yeah, with, with yeah, our original plan. Anywho, yeah. emails, we have a few. Okay. Um but then again, too few to mention. <laughs> Good. Except we are going to mention them. Yeah. It was a oh. We'll mention all of them I know, and you can I, I know it's a joke. I get it. It's fine. As you, Say the questions, Matthew. As usual, I'll mention all of them in the order I got them, and you can okay. edit out any shit ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry if yours isn't here. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean you just the implication yeah. of what you said didn't you yeah sorry okay so drama d- as an entity does not reflect the alpha boost the alpha boost as an entity's property that is snipe and web as an entity yeah. opinions yeah. about anything um, so Rob asked um, have you guys ever created a homebrew Primarch or homebrew legion no not a Primarch or a legion no uh, I have got a homebrew chapter um, which is the Sons of Desolus, who are a... They use Deathwing rules because their chapter was basically eaten by orcs while the first company was away, and they just happen to have a lot of Terminator suits. So most of what's left is the, basically the first company, um, and I run them as Terminators. It's pretty rad, yeah. honestly. Um, they're black and red. They're sort of like an inverted uh, Flash Terror scheme, almost, okay. uh, with white faceplates uh, for cool. their veterans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd make my own Primark, but everyone would get mad at me because they would be a girl. And it's fine because that's your own Primark. Yeah, but there's that small section of internet people that when I say 40k women, they just start screaming angrily. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know what? No, I am going to make my own female Primark. I don't give a shit. Okay. Look out, internet. You're Something coming. slightly different is approaching that will make some of you very angry for no reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Drumblebutt? Uh, I have not. No. Okay. Good Sorry. question. Sorry we yeah, failed no, no. that. Huh? But <laughs> we really did fail, fail Rob there. Um, next up, Shanus. 
We have a um, late submission to the uh, Rate My Waifu. Okay. Um, May from Guilty Gear. Oh, is she the booby lady? I mean, she's from an anime, so probably. <laughs> I have a. He provided a 20 second YouTube link to show her finishing move. Um, she hits some. In essence, she hits someone with an anchor that's bigger than her. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give her a four because those teeth are sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her teeth at all. I don't know. I. I kind of like teeth at Uncanny Valley. I kind of like her design. I think she's pretty cool. Yeah. Even the teeth, though. I don't, I am not as. I I, I think it, I don't see the teeth as much as you are. I think I am, you're really that's homing all in on I'm the teeth. Seeing. I, that's just a quirk of the rendering. Yeah, and I I find that massively terrifying. <laughs> Fair, uh, but I, I I would give her a a seven. I'd give her a dentist appointment. <laughs> what would you give her? I give I go I go a high eight. Because okay. hitting someone hitting someone into a perfectly round hole in the floor with a giant anchor sounds like something. Is this another one of your fucking bullshit fetishes? <laughs> yeah, perfectly <laughs> round holes in floors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where anchors go in. He likes to slodge in them. Oh, okay. God. okay. Um, next up, so the next weekly topic was um, Star Wars theories. Oh yeah. So criticism for the new Star Wars. Okay. Shane just thinks it's deplorable that they didn't keep the original name of Matt Wars. <laughs> and they changed Matt Hamill's character from Matt Drummer to Matt Skywalker, which is just a complete travesty. No, that, that's true. I feel so. like they were ma- they were maybe gaming the system for the person that was going to be reading this out. <laughs> maybe. Possibly. Maybe. maybe. But I give that theory a double thumbs up. <laughs> I bet you do, you shit. I'll, gi- I'll give it a cynically gaming the system out of ten. <laughs> I will give it Maze Teeth out of ten. <laughs> okay. Um... They also have a... Shane also has a question. Um, are you guys going to be getting the Kill Team sets? Uh, maybe not straight away, because... Well... We still haven't painted our knights, so... Or Dark Imperium. Or Dark Imperium. So <laughs> we're probably going to leave it a while. Yeah. Um, I've actually heard kind of mixed things about it. I've heard, well, more importantly, I've heard, like, most people say it's really cool. And then I've heard just, like, one or two people go, it's shit. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. So we'll just... Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll ease off on it for a while yeah. and see kind of what the general consensus is yeah. and hopefully get some of our unpainted models finished. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested by it, uh, mostly because it means that my uh, what I might try and do is see if I can run the limited amount of cornate guardsmen I made for an army that I never ended up completing or even getting to a point that it was a legal army. Yeah. Like see if I can run those in Kill Team. Because then I have, have a place to use the model. So I did make a handful of them. Because I made them from like oh, um, like Cadians and um, Chaos Marauders. Like mm, mixing awesome. them together. Uh, and I cool. hopefully I can one day be able to use them in that. So that would be fun. Yeah. Because so, um, yeah, actually Kill Team will be out by the time this podcast comes out. So yeah. um, that'll be interesting. The ter- I will say one thing. The um, terrain that's coming out with it is really cool. That's a good deal. Um, and they're yeah. actually doing pretty good with that. I mean, everything's still massively expensive, but yeah, they're getting a lot more mm. sensible. Like the Kill Team box comes with like a huge amount of terrain in it. Mm. Um, oh, there's nice. like it basically, if, if I remember rightly, it's if you bought all the terrain individually, it would cost about the same. It'd be, I think it would be worth slightly more than the whole box in total. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good deal. And it also comes yeah. with like a couple of the squads. I think it's uh, Mechanicum and Gene Stealer uh, Cult. Um, squads yeah. that for, for you know respective kill teams and all the rules and a little map to play on as well. So that's fun. So is it a separate game to 40k? 
It's basically um, like a super skirmish level okay. 40k, so it's like a squad. Okay. Um, so they've uh, amped up the rules a bit more, so I think if it works like old Kill Team, then you can like give traits to individual characters. And I assume, much like old Kill Team as well, you'll be able to move like dudes around individually. So closer to like the Necromunda end of things. Yeah, sort of halfway between that sort of thing and 40k, so okay. yeah. Yeah, a wargamey cool. approach to that. Um, actually, it, going by the Necromunda things, there are like um, campaigns with like permanent death for characters and stuff like that. So uh, more RPG elements, which I'm always interested by. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I'm actually surprised that uh, Snipe isn't more interested in in that because that sounds like a type of 40k that would be way more up your I alley. can't afford to be into that because <laughs> I still have loads of expensive models I haven't painted. Yeah, but they're assembled. So... Okay, this is such a weird reversal <laughs> of how this usually goes. That's because I am I have very little uh, impulse control when it comes to large boxes of plastic. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um, but yeah. shoes... Oh, no, no. My, my knackered four-pound shoes will last for years. It's fine. <laughs> uh, finally, Snipe... Best hood, hmm? best husbando, Matt or Matt? Uh, is that drummer Matt or Wib Matt? Matt or well, Matt? I assume, but it just says Matt or Matt. I'm gonna go with Matt. Good answer. Yeah, good. All right. I, I'm not gonna specify which one. Yeah, that's good. You're, you're, you're specifying Matty, the lead singer of Last Edition. <laughs> He's still my heart. Or Matt Mercer. <laughs> yeah, 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 Matt Mercer. Yeah, Matt Mercer's yeah. best husbando. <laughs> All right, yep. moving on. Reek, the um, the was British Canadian Cadian guardsman from Cadia, who <laughs> okay. stopped okay. being medic. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that I could append, append things to people's names, and apparently it becomes canon. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, you should use this purely to annoy. First up, um, question to me: If you guys do get to your hundred thousand subscribers, which they're personally rooting for very badly. Um, yeah, same the dude. sexy Misty video. <laughs> mm. Can I be involved and have a cameo in it as sexy star you? Drama Matt would be an amazing sexy star you. And I mean, because yeah. we could just like yeah. cut out a bit of cardboard and put it around his head, and he can be like star you. Yeah. Oh, and then he can just spit water if, on you. If it happens, I will be more <laughs> ambitious than that. <laughs> no, no, it's funny because it looks like you don't care, but you do need to have just a mouthful of water and spit it over with. <laughs> You do. Is this just a thing you want to see? Your previous the answer to your previous question is both. If one is spitting on the other, <laughs> <laughs> damn it! You've got me. I love it when men dress up as Pokemon characters and spit on each other. <laughs> That's my number one kink. Can you? But only one of them will spit. Can you please ask the next question? No, don't. I need to be away from this place. <laughs> but yes, no, I will do that. That's fine. Um, Star Wars theory Yes I personally left the cinema after Luke started to milk a squig for 30 minutes And then acted as if nothing happened But you know what really peed me off? The fact that it was a bomb squig and not the milking squig Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the big problem, and that's um, yeah, that, that's a very real if only, criticism. If it, if it was an udder squig, um, that's that would be ridiculous. That would be utterly ridiculous. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh, no. Yeah. Moving swiftly Just on. Good. Yeah. Um, I get to use my veto now. Vikes. Um, first off, 
Thanks for the stunning endorsement of Streetlight Manifesto and the Scarpunk <laughs> stuff in general. Good, because they're the best band. So yeah, we've 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 converted at least one person. We've we've actually converted a few people over the years. Every now and again, someone does uh, does like uh, leave us a message saying that they've started listening to Streetlight because of um, us bringing them up at every opportunity that we can. Yeah. So. You just want Senpai Cal Loki to notice you. <laughs> One day he'll notice yeah. me. <laughs> After we've got four people into them. Yep. Um, and they'll be like, whoa, <laughs> our audience has increased 100%. No. <laughs> uh, related to our ongoing dog project, which yes. I guess I hadn't really thought about it as being an ongoing project, but it kind of is. Um, well, the ongoing dog project sounds really they have. Um, I also don't know what the ongoing dog project would be. Sending us Sending pictures, us pictures of, dogs. of dogs. Oh, okay, yes. So we can just look yeah. at them and yeah. be like, that's dog. Um, they have a few. They have, which I'll put up on the Twitter. Um, first off, there's Cinder, which is a warhound, which counts as a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also the size of a fat Pomeranian, so that double counts as a dog. Um, that's true, that's true. The base of it is apparently a 10-inch clock. Oh, careful how you say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's long and thin. Um, it's just like me, wait. <laughs> Um, next up, they, they don't have a dog anymore, but their neighbour's golden retriever apparently practically lives at their house and occasionally drags deer spines across the deck like a macabre xylophone. A <laughs> macabre xylophone! <laughs> Which just sounds amazing. <laughs> apparently, they, they, they follow up. It sounds kind of cool, but when it happens, it's actually just hor- horrifically creepy. <laughs> that, is, that dog is my spirit animal. Yeah, that is I want to meet best. this dog. That is... Fucking amazing! That is Spooky, that is. Scary, there's, there's no there's no there's no pictures of this happening because I assume it doesn't happen every every day. Please send us pictures or a video of this dog. Just <laughs> yeah. Next time it happens, if you can get a video, that would be amazing. Um, and that's that's a very good dog. That's a very that good. Sounds dog. like the best dog. Scoopy boy. Um, and the closest they currently have to dogs is that at the end of their garden they have a um, den of foxes that have started living there. Oh, bless. So, foxes are great. Yeah, wild wild doggos, sort of. I've heard foxes are quite good as pets because they're kind of like um, they're kind of affectionate, like dogs, but they're kind of independent, like cats. Yeah, are they close? To, they're closer to dogs, right? They are dogs. They're a canine. Okay, yeah. they are because they have like cat ears, and I don't know. There's there's something cat like about them. I've heard them referred to as being um, cat software running on dog hardware. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, they do have a question um, on Forge World. So as a producer and conceptualist of boutique niche models and stuff, and as a source for 40k rules, what just what are your general thoughts on Forge World? Um, I very much like Forge World. Um, they make good models. They make very um, nice models. I'll be honest, I've never actually played any of their models with rules from Forge World, so I can't actually. I don't actually have really an opinion on how good they okay. are at, on the rule side. Yeah, of things. same honestly. Because um, the ones, because we we've got like a handful of heresy era marines, well at least parts of them that we've integrated into our forces, and you've got a Forge World um, venerable, venerable space dread, dread. Yeah. Um, and I've got a Tiberos the Red Wake that I use as my Master of the Deathwing for the army I mentioned earlier. Um, so we've had a couple of things from them, and yeah. the quality's always been good. The sculpts are nice, um, yeah, fantastic stuff, and yeah, um, they're. They're pretty good. Um, Sponsor us, Forge World. I like your if, Space Wolf stuff. If Forge World want to send us free Forge World. <laughs> if, they, if Forge World want to send us free Forge World. 
and then we will say even nice things about them again. Uh, no, yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever really said anything bad about Ford. No, I mean, it's a bit expensive, and the resin can sometimes be a bit of a bitch to work with, but, you know. But really pretty models. But, they're, yeah, they're pretty. Um, so, yeah, I generally like them, mm. but a um, little bit too uh, too expensive for me most yeah. of the time. I mean, there was a time where various Ford World models were cheaper than the actual Games Workshop version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that occasionally. I think that happen. time has ended. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, uh, I remember at one point it was actually cheaper to buy the really nice uh, Ripper Swarm models from Forge World than it was to buy the shitty ones from Games Workshop. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. No Mission Inquisition. They have two Star Wars theories. One is sort of serious, the other is less so. I'm noticing Why are we how, getting so many yeah. of those? I was, I was looking forward to like the husband and wifey things, but I guess everyone kind of caught it a week late. Yeah. But, but sure, well, yeah. The husband no, and wifey it. thing was ages ago, right? Yeah, but we did it we again. Did it again. Oh, we did it again yeah. last okay, time. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, this means Star Wars. It's like, god damn it, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's fine. So two theories. One, seri- one serious, one less so. I'll let you judge which is which. Okay. okay. So one. I'm not saying it would be perfect... But Attack of the Clones would be so much better if all the parts of Anakin and Padme were just not in it. Okay, that's like a legitimate thing, though. <laughs> I, I think Attack of the Clones would be a lot better if all of the characters were absent and there was no cameras rolling and it was just a blank screen for an hour and a half. Okay. Um, it's just your opinion. Yeah. It's right, my opinion. but it is just your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my right opinion. The second one... Um, I think Han and Chewbacca have a secret romance. They even have a shared sour sheen in the new movie. Sour sheen? <laughs> sour sheen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's how you that's... pronounce it in Star Wars talk. Sour... No, no, no. That's a different thing. That's what the Star Wars kids call... Like, well, it's just this... The, 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 where he does the thing. It's like a rusty venture. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's a euphemism for a sexual act. Okay. Yes. A sour sheen. Is that where you go in, you sheen it up. A, a you sour sheen. A sour sheen. You, you, you're sour up the sheen. All right, moving on from laughing at my speech. Which, by any means <laughs> necessary. Um, yes, we'll, we'll move on from that. It's not to fun. be fair, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a sour sheen, because he has all that fur, and it's going to be really difficult to get that much shampoo in that many different places. Well, since I never actually got around to seeing Solo... Uh, I can only assume that they replaced the old life debt thing with a sour sheen uh, that um, that Chewbacca owes to Han, and instead he just you know gives him a handy in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually why he's called Han Solo because he get got handy. <laughs> they wouldn't he be called Hand Solo? Excellent. Well, he probably is in the pornog porn, pornog adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I wrote. Yes, I right. keep pitching, but they'll keep ignoring. So me. to keep you happy on the husbando thing, their final mm-hmm. question. Who would make a better husbando, Han or Chewie? Well, I mean, Han would give you a handy in the shower. <laughs> no, well, Chewbacca gives you the handy. Oh, but why is so? Is, why is he hand solo then? Because he got given a handy. Oh, yeah. and I think it's safe to say that we've seen what happens from a marriage to hand solo. <laughs> so. I think Chewbacca. Because Chewbacca has got a wife and he's been married to her for fucking decades. So seemingly... Oh, so he's, he's a faithful husband. He's a faith, faithful husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted... He likes showering. I think the only time... He's never there for her, but... I, I, yeah, he's never there at all. I think the only time she's been on screen is the Star Wars holiday special, so... I'm starting to think maybe neither of these guys are good husbands. <laughs> maybe. Maybe actually they're both terrible husbands. Yeah. yeah. Um... 
So, uh, I guess flip a coin. Especially now one's dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> Atticus wrote in. Hail, per- okay. Hail Percussion Mark. Good start. Strong start. <laughs> okay. I would like to submit what I consider to be one of the finest husbandos on this good green earth. Okay. Okay, I'll be the judge of that. Lord Humongous from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> so, I, I'm sure you're aware, but I, there's a picture anyway. Just to, I, I'm, I'm, just to, just to refresh your memory and make you see it again. Um, so, some good points. Commands an entire warband of car barbarians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carbarians. Sexy AF. Mm-hmm. Great fashion yeah. sense. Absolutely. Fantastic. Very gentle lover. Hmm. I can, yeah. Also, he's really good at making pancakes and he is actually is. officiated as a reverend and has married uh, Kelly Turnbull and her husband. Yes. Um, he's a, yeah, apparently the guy that plays him. He's a really him. nice guy. Yeah, he does that. He does, you can just, like, go, uh, get Lord Humongous to come to your event. Yeah, um, so Kelly come in Turnbull costume. dressed dressed as that, or yes, yes. Oh, uh, Kelly Turnbull awesome. is um, she's the uh, author of Manly, Manly Guys. Guys Doing Manly Things, which is a fantastic web comic that I cannot recommend enough. Um, and she's like total Terminator Mad Max aesthetic. She literally goes out in like Mad Max gear. That's she looks like she, she dresses. Yeah, she looks like she's from Fallout. Yeah, she's amazing. And when she married her husband. They had Lord Humongous there, and everyone dressed up in like Mad Max kind of clothes, and he made them all pancakes. Yeah, awesome. And I think he did actually marry them. Yeah, I think he was officiated. Yeah, yeah. he was just hanging around like a complete badass. Um, so yeah, Lord Humongous, ten out of ten. Ten out of yeah. eleven out of ten. Yeah. Best husbando. I'd say double thumbs up, but for this one, considering the outfit, I'm going to go double fist up. Oh, um. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, alright, that's fair. Uh, finally, Atticus does send you, Snipe, some um, cold thoughts, as you requested, to cool you down. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you yes. very much. We still need that, yes. It hasn't we helped, do. but we, so we need more of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alright. Um, Ivan? So they've got... I think they're asking, he's asking for advice. So, okay. guys, help. We can try. I GM'd three tabletop RPGs with the same group of friends, and I think one of my players is cursed. You see, we played Call, we played Call of Cthulhu, Fallout PNP, and even a homebrew mess set in one of the Elder Scrolls universe, um, using the GURPS system. Yeah. Um, in all three of those campaign situations, his roles were exactly the same. He fails about ninety percent of all checks. Oh Jesus! Succeeds the other yeah, five. He's straight up cursed. succeeds the other five percent, and then on the other five were just natural twenties, which. To be fair to him, 5% natural 20s is what you should get. So he's doing that well, bit right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Just the 90% failing is, yeah, less good. So they, yeah. they, they usually play in roll 20 and they thought it was some sort of bug on the rolling. So they tried rolling on their end of roll 20 instead for him. Didn't help. Tried rolling physical dice. Didn't make any difference at all. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, no, uh, yeah like... apparently it sounds like, it sounds like he made, I made it up, but it's for real. It, it no, doesn't he's, break he's the game for the player, so he still finds it quite amusing. But as the DM, he's somewhat concerned. I, I think um, that's the sort of thing where if if you're really going to have such such bad luck, I think I think it, it's the sort of thing where you have to kind of start specking your characters out with that sort of stuff in mind. Yeah, absolutely. So, like if you if you basically just, just dump everything into armor, <laughs> just just make a character that's yeah, like just just a tank, or make a yeah, character armor might that, be good. Like, the, the last sentence apparently he's played four different characters. The players played four different characters in their Fallout game because he keeps failing um, roles to save things. Oh <laughs> shit! Jesus. Um, maybe just like I don't know. Maybe have characters that don't, like their abilities don't require roles, like they're an automatic proc thing, and it requires other people to roll on them or something. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Like, so some spells in D and D that work like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so rather than rolling to hit, they roll to save. Yeah, yeah. like maybe that. So stuff like auto hits, yeah. Yeah, maybe... Maybe that's that's the way around it. Failing that uh, an exorcism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exercise your dice and your your cursed player and the um, PC just... with roll twenty on. And the PC with yeah. roll twenty. Basically, on. any um, P- any PCs that have been in a roll twenty game with that PC. Yeah, just exercise the fucking. Lot. Just get uh, get Gygax to go and bless like a glass of water and then flick it over your dice. Or that whatever. might be difficult. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he charges. Jesus. Quite a lot. <laughs> okay. It might be very difficult. It's well, I'd say borderline impossible because yes. I'm pretty sure he has passed. <laughs> well, you could just find someone else with the same name. Okay, find the Okay, yeah, find or oh, oh, Greg works. <laughs> Greg Find Gygax. Greg. Oh, no, no, just not even Gygax. It's just like if if somebody's name starts Go to go to Greg's. Take your dice. Take your dice to Greg's. <laughs> yeah, take your dice to Greg's and buy a steak bake or a cup of soup. It has to be one of those two, I'm sorry. And I don't know. Throw them in the oven and run away with your steak bake, and then come back when that like you know when they're done. Maybe another. Yeah. You, then you have to come back for a cupcake with a ring on it, the plastic ring ones. There's, there's a whole ritual here. I'm not familiar with. Well, speaking as someone who's just got new dice in because all my other dice are shit, and now <laughs> yeah. I'm addicted to buying new dice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's like, then you, you take them out, you basically wear a moustache, and then you put the ring on, and then you take your dice back, and then you buy a new pair of dice, and it is cleansed. Okay. Yeah. And you've had dinner as well, so, mm. you know. It has to be done in that no. order, otherwise, you know, a yeah. beloved family member will just start yep. throwing if, books at pigeons. If you live in a happen. country that doesn't have Greg's, you're just complete screwed. Like, you yeah, there's no, there's no, no way alternative to this plan. You have to catch a plane... To the nearest country that has Greg's, which I think is only Britain. It's only Britain, so come say hi, <laughs> and and do fill out the ritual as as. If uh, you're not British, when you get here, you will be abused by idiots. But yeah, because idiots. <laughs> but it's worth it because Greg's is pretty great. Greg's is great, and it yeah. will it will it will solve all of your dice. Greg still versus... has food. <laughs> For now, Greg's Greg's is one place that has sufficient food and blood. And decursifying ovens. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway chop, chop, um, yeah. An unrelated question to that: uh, Do you guys have any opinion on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? It's good. What's that? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Jo JoJo's Bizarre. Yeah, you might not have heard yeah. of it. Hmm. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, we're we're like Joseph is the only Joe star who means anything, <laughs> apart from Jolene. Uh, we, we've been very slowly uh, chipping through it, yeah. um, and we're like halfway through part three. Yeah, um, it is a good show. I have not read manga, but the show is no. good. Yeah, I've not I seen think it. Polnareff Polnareff needs to fuck off. <laughs> is it on Netflix? No, mm. no. You have to find it on the interwebs. Yeah, but it is. It is worth watching. It's on it's, Crunchyroll. It's oh, okay. um, it it fits into the category of anime that I tend to really like because um, I have a very specific taste, which is. I like anime that is action oriented and very stupid. Okay. And Kill over the, the top. Kill, Gurren Lagan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. JoJo's. Yeah. Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that uh, it fits into that kind of stuff. Uh, mm. One Punch Man as well. You know, One like, Punch Man is good. Th- those kind of things. Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho's good. Yeah. Like all all of the ones I like tend to be very similar, which is yeah, actually things that are s- silly. Um, but yeah, JoJo's good. Um, not that anyone really needs us to say that. Joseph just does good. Guys. Joseph um, is good. I do like Joseph. Their last point, which wasn't really a point, and I don't usually make it a habit of reading out how people say goodbye in the emails, but I just really liked, they just said, bye, have a nice podcast. 
It's like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, that's just, I don't know, it just made me grin. Um, See, I love how if you idolise any part of that, it makes it sound like it's kind of a moderate threat sarcasm. <laughs> yes, I don't think they meant yeah. it that way. In no, fairness. which is why they didn't idolise anything. But I just, I was just thinking, like, if you idolise that, it'd be really hurtful. To be fair, random idolisation in a lot of sentences ends up sounding oddly threatening. Just try it. Just put in a random, like, just idolise, like, one word in any <laughs> sentence... And it just makes it weird and kind of sus- like people just, become very suspicious of you. you just throw throw the actual uh, intonation of how you'd say it all over the place. Yeah. Is italize a word? Is that how you say that? I think I would Possibly. have always thought it was italicize. If it's it it's yeah. italize or italicize, I can never remember. I can never remember. <laughs> yeah, see, threatening. I can yeah. never remember. I don't know why I know that you're doing that. I can never remember. Yeah, mm, weird. Okay, last item. Yes, um, Beast of Bramble Jam. Bramble um, Jam. We've mm, actually we've been having chats, but it's actually probably not important for you guys to hear. It's nothing to do with how best to like eliminate you guys in case things go wrong. And it's okay. fine. Oh. You don't need to know about this. It's fine. No, ignore we that. Don't ignore need that last to know one. About this. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Done. Questions are done. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. That was oh, okay. Mm, okay. Um, so yes, uh, that was a podcast, I guess. Yeah. Yay. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. Mm, I don't like it. (laughs) You don't like it. Or you don't like it. Or you don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, goodbye everybody. Thank you for listening and yay, six year at channel anniversary. Oh yeah, shit, yeah. Uh, Channel is six years old now, so yay. That's Yay, everyone should, be, should celebrate by going back and watching your oldest videos no <laughs> <laughs> or yes and watch all of them and then we can get that sweet 25 cents of ad revenue uh, for, for every single person, <laughs> for one person watching. watching all 500 odd videos or however there are on the channel yeah um, just, yeah yep. mm. thanks for joining us and here's to another six years no more no more. <laughs> no more. It <laughs> ends after six years. The experiment yeah. is over. Then. The experiment is over. We can all go home. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for joining us, Wib, who I live with and can't actually get out of this. Thank you for joining us, Drummer Matt, who basically, like, his soul lives here. He so definitely does this voluntarily. Yeah, <laughs> yes. for some reason, and we're very grateful. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.